everyone welcome back to my product chat series today our product chat guest is Inder a technical product manager at Expedia and has been working in the industry for over eight years our main goal is to understand the product management journey at Expedia and his advice as to how others can transition into the field hi Inder it's so nice to have you today how are you yeah doing good well thank you happy to be here yeah, thank you so much for taking out the time. Um, before we get into your journey, uh, I want to know from you, what's your definition of a product manager? Well, yeah, that's an interesting question, right? Because product manager as a role mm -hmm. is someone who dreams something, right? Product manager always have that vision or a dream. Then they also have that clarity in mind to convert that dream into reality then execute on it and then deliver it. Mm -hmm. Right. Answer. Um. So. So now, when you um told me about like the brief transition of the product management, what was your transition like? Um. How did you start your journey? How did you come across this position? Yeah, that has been an interesting journey so far. I'll start from you know what my career background was and how I you know ended here. I, again, uh not something that I was dreaming as a child, that I will be a product manager because there was no such career at that time. So I started my journey way back uh, when I was in QA. I'm from a quality assurance background. I started my you know IT career as a tester. Mm -hmm. So moving on from there as leading you know one test team as well as multiple test team uh, across different geographical location. I had an opportunity to lead uh, teams in US as well as offshore locations. So from there, you know, as industry started changing around 10 years or so ago, right? Mm -hmm. We started moving from waterfall to the scrum model, like mm -hmm. more of an agile delivery. Yes. Another interesting thing happened within those roles that in, we started you know, consolidating all these different QA, dev, and operations role into what we are calling DevOps model, mm -hmm. right? So with DevOps model, I got a real good opportunity to, you know, lead a scrum team. So I started with the Scrum team. Uh, you know, I, I really loved working with the teams on how to break down the requirements, you know, create the stories, estimate those, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, look at the overall impact, how you can deliver them quickly. Mm -hmm. So that transition happened from, from QA to as a Scrum master. And then I moved into the technical product management role around eight or so years ago here at Expedia. Okay, so since you mentioned about like uh, the Scrum Master role, so I, that I had this question like later on, but I'll just ask right now. Uh, what would you think? Like, I see a lot of product manager are pursuing like uh, Scrum certifications. Do you recommend those? Well, uh, from the certification perspective, this is what I would say for anyone, not only product manager, but in general, right? Uh, those certificates are mostly a validation of what you know. Right. If you're already doing something, you know it. It's more of a validation if you get certified in that. Mm -hmm. So as a product manager, when you're already working and you know, I want to make sure I understand how teams are doing stuff. It it doesn't hurt to have a certified Scrum product owner, for example, right? Those mm -hmm. kind of certifications. But yeah. not for something to start with. I mean, again, those are validations of what you already know. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what do you think? Like, what's your definition of like a starting point? Uh, like for a for a product manager, 
Yes. Well, see, the, the biggest thing I see for, for a product manager is, of course, you should be aware of, of how a product works, what exactly a product is, getting into that, you know, basic definition of, see, all of us are using, for example, a smartphone. Yes. That's a product. But, but all the apps inside that phone is also a product, mm -hmm. right? So just looking everything from that angle and ability to basically, you know, divide all those ambiguous problem into some easy one or some simple one. That, that's where a product manager should start. Looking at a lens of what exactly a product is and where can we add value or how we can solve that problem, an existing problem or an unknown problem for, for the users. I love that answer. Okay, it was really insightful. Um, I wanted to ask you, since you are a technical product manager, what's like the difference between like a technical product manager and a product manager? Oh, yeah, that's a good question because that keeps on coming and we had a lot of, you know, long and big discussions on, on that. What does the T in a technical product manager stands for? See, in my opinion, a, a technical product manager is is someone who actually is able to understand the technicalities of the product in terms of what is the impact to say file system right what is the impact to the different layers of the architecture if if a user or, or you know is asking for a change mm -hmm. is it going to impact the middle tier or, or the you know back end or is it going to just impact the front end okay. they should be able to understand uh, other details like hey can i just query an api right and then just look at the response from that api and understand oh these are the data elements that i'm getting but looks like we will need an additional data element to fulfill this requirement yes the multiple aspects of that uh, you know being technical means able to run your own reporting for the success metrics right you are not dependent on just the analytics team you can dig through your analytical data and create your own report right okay those are additional things just uh, being a technical product manager on top of what normally you do, these are additional other stuff that you should be aware of. So basically product management duties along with some technical sites. Okay. True. Makes sense. Uh, what's your day-to-day -day like as a product as a technical product manager at Expedia? Yeah, sure. Uh, let me run through uh, one day because I, I work in a large program right now. So I have like multiple teams working on, on you know different time zones. So normally the day starts a little early, working mm -hmm. with uh, you know working with the U.S. time zones, and it ends a little late because we're working with some other time zones in 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 China. So basically, what you do at any point of the day, right, as a pro as a technical product manager, you have certain projects or certain programs which are currently in flight. Mm -hmm. At any point of time, you will be handling two to three different features or product which are in flight right now. Mm -hmm. So of course meeting teams in the standups and talking through those, resolving any blockers, making sure teams are not blocked. They don't have any, you know, open questions or open issues that you can help resolve. So that is for the current project, but you're also keeping an eye on the three previous features or projects that are into production today. Okay. So on those, you are keeping an eye on the success metrics. Is the feature still being used? Mm -hmm. If yes, what is our success rate? Are we meeting what we defined in our hypothesis, right? Are we still gaining traction in the area where we were you know, hoping to make a, a big change? If not, why, right? That's a big question to understand from your metrics. We have a hypothesis, maybe, okay, as they say, right? Maybe 10 or 20% of the overall experiments are successful. 
Yes. Everything doesn't everything doesn't pass. Yeah. Something is not passing, making that decision, making sure whatever you have deployed in the past, making that decision, yeah, hey, if this is not going, let's cut it out. Cut the string out and let it go, right? Fail fast and learn fast. So that's another aspect that you're looking at every day. On top of that, you know you have now three or four engineering team working with you. You want to make sure you have their pathway and the pipeline cleared for next, I'll say, three to six months at least. Mm -hmm. Normally, a, pro a good uh, product manager will have 18 months roadmaps, mm -hmm. right? But next three to six months should be in some kind of form where team can move on to next. Okay. So now you have nine balls in the air, right? Three from the past, three current, and, and three from the future. Oh, yeah. You are balancing all of them. So most of the time, our day-to-day -day work revolves around that. Okay. Makes sense. Um, so in terms of, like you mentioned, that you have been like, speaking to a lot of people. So I know that it requires a lot of collaboration and communication. I've heard even this, like with my experience in the past as a product manager intern, I have learned that um, I should know at least the language and how to speak to like different types of people, like engineers and all that stuff. How like someone who is entering like a new field, like for example, product management, there's not a lot of resources out there. How would you um, recommend like a new product manager um to deal with the, uh, to to deal with those like ambiguity yeah see the one thing that can bring clarity to mind is and what i have seen of course mm -hmm. writing down your problem statement that you're trying to solve right and it could be ambiguous it will be a, maybe a single line or a multiple line statement then breaking it down maybe one line at a time and understand how we can solve for it yeah so Breaking down, down that ambiguity is really a big work or big job as a product manager because most of these problem statements start very ambiguous, right? So how do you break it down? Not only that will help you, that will also help you, you know, all other teams that you're working with because mm -hmm. you'll be driving it with multiple teams as, as we already discussed, right? So you should be clear in your mind, these are the different granular levels of this problem that needs to be solved. So you can have this big problem statement solved for the users. Makes sense. Okay. Um, so what skills uh, would you recommend like a new product manager should have? Like someone who is like a new grad um, and they are into different organizations or they want to be in different organizations right now so they can they get some type of experience. What skills would you recommend them to develop over time? Yeah, that's always, you know, a question on everyone's mind as you're starting your career, right? So I will say uh, one important thing, right? Uh, start with why. There's a very good book on that too. But in general also, right? It's good as a product manager to just ask why for everything. If you are doing something, why, right? And if something is wrong, why? And if something is right, there is also a question there to why, right? So, so that can help you learn what is going right and these are the reasons going right so if there you have a problem something is not going right those answers will help you replicate the success in another area mm -hmm. so, so start with why always as well as you know uh, some of the things we can do of course uh, communication skills that you have to improve over time because communication is a big part of overall work that we do in day to day yes how do you decipher, uh, for example, a technical problem coming from the engineering team and communicating it to your business partners in their terms, right? They're not going to talk about APIs or file systems. They need to understand in their own way. So 
So learning that, building that muscle over time will be really helpful in the career. Okay. Um, and if someone who is, again, a new um, a new person in the team, what certifications, uh, right now there are so many certifications out there, what certification would you recommend for a new product manager? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, see, uh, as I initially said, of course, certifications are validations of what you already know. As you're starting your career, right, you have two choices, go wide or go deep, mm -hmm. right? I will say at this stage of your career, it's good to go wide. Mm -hmm. You need to know all these different areas because you will be working with starting with, you know, validating your hypothesis with, say, user research team, all the way to legal and finance. When you are, you know, trying to release something, you will be working with at least 10 to 12 different functions. Yes. So go wide, understand how each of these works. Okay. And if, if something really interests you, that's where you go deep. For example, I will just give an example. Of course, if you think cloud is my thing and I want to be a product manager for the cloud-based product, mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt to go and validate your, you know, understanding of cloud and have some basic, you know, cloud certification there, right? Yeah. And so those kind of things, everybody, it will be different for everyone for sure, but going wide will really help you, you know, have your knowledge in, in, in at such a horizon that you can talk to all these different functions and you can understand and see which industry you you get into right what domain you you get into and then you go deep on that domain so basically for first understanding what genre you want to go into and then going deep into that exactly perfect okay um so someone who wants to transition into the field so for all the professions not all the professions are for everyone um how would you um, describe an exceptional candidate for product uh, for product management? Well, uh, of course, uh, we already talked about ambiguity and communication. Another thing is uh, working with people. Mm -hmm. As they say, there's a general statement, right? It's not the technology, it's the people. Yes. That's where the complexity lies. So you should be a people's person. You should be able to talk to different types of people. You should be entering a room you should be able to you know understand the temperature of the room and you need you are able to understand how to talk to different levels of people and different types of people that's really important as a product manager because as i initially said right if you are covering and talking to you know you're covering nine different projects at the same time and talking to 10 different functions there will be people everywhere to talk to so you need to be aware of that and be really good with, you know, working with people. Okay. So basically working with people, then collaboration and communication. So those top three things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you have interviewed people in the past for like new grads uh, for product management role, what do you look for in a resume and what do you look for when you are interviewing that person? Well, see some of the things uh, that, um, uh, as a common theme I have seen with the successful candidates, I will say is someone who has solved a problem and, and as well as, you know, they're able to explain it well. Just having a, a statement or resume doesn't help if you're not able to explain it well, especially in a star format, right? Uh, as they generally say, you, have, you should have a situation and how you tackled it, how you, you know, what are different actions you took and what were the results? having those in a star format as well as formulated in your mind so you can explain it well. That's really, really important for, for anyone in general, but especially for the product manager because we keep talking about those three pillars that you just touched on, right? 
collaboration, communication, and how to remove ambiguity. So if you if you are not able to express your own problem statement in 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 an easier manner, so you're not not able to remove ambiguity in that thing that you have already done, then it gets a little you know tricky there. Mm-hmm. So it's having those clarity in mind as well as having those, I'll say five to eight different stories on different type of problem that you have solved. It should be clear in your mind. This is my story. This is how I did it. And those were the results. And more importantly, a measurable results, right? Something that you can quantify. Yes. That is really important. So all those things together makes, I'll say someone a, a great candidate. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so again, for a technical product manage, uh, manager, what language would you prefer like someone should learn like programming language so see one thing for technical product managers are we we are not sitting here and coding so coding is still getting done with the core dev skills and even the core engineers at different level that you're working with so as such you are not coding anything but you know with this new advent of no code and low code that's coming in the market right you should be aware of what different things you can do on your own rather than asking an engineering team or an analytical team or, or, or a UX team to do some basic stuff, you should be hands-on on those. I'll give you some examples like if you know how to build a how to build a small report on Google Analytics, right? You can just go dig in your data. You know what identifiers are. Should be able to go and build it. Or, or, or another example could be if you, you should know how to debug any issues in Chrome. If your users are reporting something, certainly you have got engineers and you have got a big team working with you, but you can work as a first line of defense debugging those issues, right? You should be able to go to uh, any logging and monitoring tools like Splunk. You know how to log in there and run a query, right? And see, oh, I know what the error is. This is the error. So you work as a kind of a first source of information. You build that credibility with the team and trust hey, this guy knows what our product is, not only from front-end and business perspective, but also from back-end and technical perspective. So you take the second level, the second step and the second level of knowledge with the team. So it's easier for team to decipher and easier for team to resolve. Right. And again, that will save time as well. So instead of reaching out to the coding team or the engineering team to help solve those problems, we can just do it on our end first. And then if it's more like a complex problem, we can give it some time and then give it to the engineers. Totally. Uh, last question. Uh, what are some, actually second last, what are the, some aspects of the product management role anyone who's coming to uh, the team should know? Well, uh, what helps always, right? Working with teams is, is a well-defined product definition and your statements, right? As well as, you have a vision, right? You you build that over a period of time. Say, this is where we are and this is where we want to go. Having clarity on those things. And when you talk to your teams, whatever one, two, or I mean, as a, as a starting as a product manager, you'll be working with one team. But with that team, you should have clarity in your mind on what you're asking teams to build and what is the needle connected to the you know company's goals. Or, or any kind of OKR that's connected to what you are trying to move there, right? Often engineers are working on things and, and, and they don't get clarity on why I'm doing it. 
coming back to the question because engineers will certainly ask and they do ask why is this needed so have as as a start starting product managers with the team you should be able to answer that question this is why we are doing it these are the success metrics that we will measure and that is the needle we are going to move in terms of companies okrs or or companies whatever you know goals are for that year or maybe it is 2 years down the line having that clarity as well as you know having it written down in your hypothesis as well as your product one pagers will certainly help you you know get successful in your role makes sense yeah i think for that they should definitely know more about the product what we are actually trying to achieve because until unless they don't know anything about the product they won't be able to know any of those factors as well um True. just the last question what um what is like what advice would you like to give to a future pm and what are your future aspirations and goals that's a two folded question so i'll start with the first one okay. <laughs> so so the first one so anybody who want anybody who wants to be a product manager right or anybody who is aspiring product manager uh try to you know read more i'll say whichever domain or area you want are more interested in try to read more if you have time enough there are a lot of books and resources available which can help you teach the subject right for each type of subject for example if you're going to travel industry or you want to go to a cloud for those kind of things try to read more and understand what different gaps are and what different problems that you know people are trying to solve and that's where a new product is always born right anybody who's trying to solve an existing problem or an unforeseen problem that people don't even know that that exist so having a knowledge of those and and you know learning more about it especially in the current times of you know having the youtubes and what not you have so much available to you try to spend 30 minutes a day learning something new so that about the area that you're interested in so that when you you know start working in a team when you know i'll be working on this thing you already have bunch of knowledge supporting you it will make your life really easier i love that i would start that today <laughs> awesome going to the second part of your question yeah uh, that was more about how do i see myself or what i am going to planning forward mm-hmm. so certainly uh one thing that we do as as a technical product manager and product manager we learn every day with a growth mindset as well as how do we scale up right you want to scale Yeah, I started with a single uh, team and one one small feature. I moved on to managing. Uh, currently, I'm managing a very large program for the company. So you want to scale up, and you may may want to go to a level where you want to manage multiple programs. Mm-hmm. So learning that skills, building that muscle every day is important. How to delegate, how to build that trust with the teams, how to make sure your team knows what they need to do, so that. you can move back and you know scale scale further so you can you know work with multiple programs if you are busy in day to day every day solving that you know small problem with the team then you'll be working with that team every day right but if you enable your team enable your people to you know make those decisions solve those problems on their own you do just initial guidance then you can scale scale further right then you can manage multiple project you start with 1 2 3 and then you can start managing you know big programs for the organization okay so that's a really good one um just want to thank you again this was very descriptive and very like it was it had so much information so thank you so much that means a lot certainly always a pleasure you know happy to help i have gained so much from the industry as well as this profession 
happy to help anytime anyone who is entering fresh you know happy to help answer any questions as well as help with anything i can yes thank you again thank you Rafaela.